This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. We are going to be guests on an upcoming episode of the And Eat It 2 podcast, uh, which is a podcast from our friends Sarah Bartholow and Molly Gilbert. Uh, that's going to be airing on Friday, May 22nd. If you're not already listening to And Eat It Too, you should. It's a great show where they take a food-related metaphor or saying and make jokes about it for 20 minutes. Sound familiar? Uh, so Molly and I are going to be on that show coming up soon. Uh, you can subscribe to that um, at andeatit2podcast.com or on iTunes. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today we are doing something that I kind of can't believe it took us this long to get to, and that is soy sauce. Yes, I can't believe it took us this long to get started this morning because uh, Molly just spent about (laughs) 17 minutes selecting a pair of chopsticks and uh, and ended up with a pair of pink chopsticks with bunny rabbits on them, of which I will post a photo. uh, Matthew has a whole, uh, you know, like mug stuffed with chopsticks, and there's so many to choose from. And first I had this beautiful, like dark wood one, but they were really long. And then I just I decided to embrace my femininity and do the ones that are pale pink with bunnies. What is the danger of using too long chopsticks? Well, it just felt like the 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 weight distribution was off. Like the okay. fulcrum was in the wrong place. All right, I hear wait you. a minute. Am I using the correct like engineering terminology? Oh, I, think, I think you are. Okay, I think, I think you absolutely know how to so, use a fulcrum. I'd like to point out that we're taping this at nine twenty on a Saturday morning. I am really impressed with myself. We are totally missing cartoons. Oh man. Well, which was your favorite? I loved the Smurfs. I was big on gummy bears also. Gummy bears? Yeah. That was a cartoon? Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Wow, you even warmed up your voice at this early hour. It's oh, amazing. Yes. <laughs> My favorite was Garfield and Friends, but I also liked oh. I also liked Muppet Babies. Oh, Garfield's voice was amazing, right? Do, do you remember Muppet Babies? Oh, of course. That was the best. Um, not only do I remember Muppet Babies, but uh, Muppet Babies had such an effect on my psyche that now literally every show I watch, I imagine whether it would be better with babies. The answer is always yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, like Nashville Babies, Breaking Bad Babies. <laughs> Breaking Bad Babies. <laughs> oh my God, wouldn't that be the cutest? <laughs> that would be so cute. Okay, all right, you know, like, let's just get down to business Oh, here. please. 
Great. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, speaking speaking of business, we should, uh, you know, we're, we're going to try and do a better job of, of letting you, the listener, know when we have an upcoming event that you might want to go to. I think we did that with our with our live show, which um, I think went pretty well, even though we're recording this before it happened. <laughs> um, so, uh, Molly, on uh, on May 30th, I hear you are doing an event at Omnivore Books in San Francisco at 3 p.m. Is this correct? Yes, this is correct. It's a Saturday. Uh, it will be a Saturday, May 30th, and it's going to be super fun. I'm going to be uh, reading from and, and signing my uh, newest book, Delancey, which, when you hear this, will be just about to come out in paperback. Oh, great. So, if, uh, if like me, you're too cheap to buy the hardcover, yes. now, now you can read that Now book. is the time. Okay. Uh, let's taste some soy sauce. Yes. So, uh, shall we, shall we take a trip down memory lane? Please. Okay. Did you, did you do the, the traditional American kid thing of pouring soy sauce on your rice in massive, embarrassing quantities? Oh, yeah. I mean, that is what you do as an American kid in a Chinese restaurant. That, Absolutely. That is, and that's probably pretty much all you eat, frankly. Maybe that and some sweet and sour chicken. Yeah. And I, uh, I find this like a, a, an embarrassing thing that I tell my kid not to do now, but I can't really explain why. It's so delicious, and we're going to eat some of it today. Okay. But um, yeah, my my main memories of soy sauce as a kid were from Hunan, the Chinese restaurant that I've spoken about before with Sean, the maitre d' with the very pleated pants. I feel like I, I have a better image of Hunan, a place <laughs> I've never been to, than like most of the houses I lived in as a child. <laughs> Did I mention that it had like two dining rooms with these like arching kind of stuccoed doorways between the two. And there were like koi ponds in the middle (gasps) of each dining room. I had this so wrong. No, you didn't mention that. As kids, so Leslie Fretwell, you know, the Fretwells and my family would often go to Hunan together. And Leslie, you remember that you remember the Fretwells, right? (laughs) And Leslie and I would, of course, spend most of the meal like leaning over one of these koi ponds in the middle of the dining room, and it would, you know, it had like a wonderful fountain burbling sound. Hunan was wonderful. Um, like every good Chinese restaurant of of the eighties and and possibly still today, it had two bottles of kikoman soy sauce in the middle of the table, one with a red lid and pour spouts on either end. Okay. And the other with the green lid that was the low sodium. Oh, one. okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that uh the kikoman uh dispenser is so iconic it in its is. shape. And of course that it that always says on it refi- refill only with kikoman. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yes. Um, it also, oh my God, soy sauce comes out of that so fast. Oh, yeah. It's like Very a great surprising. flood. It, it's, it, it's like biblical. Yeah, no, I think you, you might, you may expect it based on the, based on the format to like drip, like, like Mm-mm. dispense drops. No, it gushes. But no, it's more like when you, when you use a, a, one of those church key, is that it? To open a, uh, a can of broth. Yeah. And does anyone do that anymore? No. Right? Like, or, or like my I dad used it with to pineapple do pineapple juice. Oh yeah. My dad used to do it with tomato juice in a can. I can still hear the sound. Oh yeah. Glug, glug, glug. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's what we're going to do to our rice with soy sauce. Um, should we? Wait, hey, you didn't go down memory lane. Oh, you're right. Um, were there any koi ponds in your youth? Oh, I grew up in a koi pond, actually. Um, <laughs> With your volleyball Harmon? Um, no, this is a different, uh, this was a different uh, era of my life. Uh, when I was, I, I was born a fish, actually, and I, uh, um, a, a, a princess kissed me, <laughs> came up to the edge of the koi pond. I lived in a Chinese restaurant. Was this princess named Molly? <laughs> well, that would be, that'd be embarrassing, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, and it would be embarrassing that, that like I forgot that it was you, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I should also add that I think of soy sauce with sushi. I think that that's an, another place where we, you know, encounter soy sauce in its naked, natural state. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, then you can kiss it. Yes, and turn you can, it into a prince. Right, you can you can like put your mouth up to the dispenser and just like <laughs> dispense all day. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a lot of other memory lane with soy sauce. Yes, I used to pour it on my rice. I used to like dip stuff in it. You know something. <laughs> stuff in it you know. i'm like imagining like <laughs> i don't want to like, know like a donut or your toes yep pretty much those two things um it's kind of warm in here isn't it <laughs> yeah. thinking about dipping my toes into soy sauce the uh something i was happy to see is uh, um uh as as you know did, did you know i've been to Matthew, japan your shirt is lavender today it's you're really showing your feminine side <laughs> i love purple shirts can i just say <laughs> okay go on um i uh i was i was pleased to see on a recent trip to japan we uh we met up with uh, some friends of ours and um uh they have a seven-year-old boy who uh iris likes to likes to play with and he we went out to to dinner with them to a yakitori place a grilled chicken place and just like kids everywhere in the world he just went crazy with the soy sauce like you know <laughs> like poured half a cup of it into his into his dish it was just like mashing all his food through it and basically eating like three quarters soy sauce and one quarter food it was wonderful it made you feel so much better about your your child yourself yourself yes our our children ourselves that's <laughs> yeah. have you have you listened to our new parenting podcast <laughs> our children ourselves it's very serious <laughs> So, okay, okay, let's get down okay. to this, because I've always wondered, what is soy sauce? Okay, here's the, the, the I, I'm not going to, like, go into the whole history of soy sauce, which I once read and don't really remember, but here's the part that stuck with me, because I thought it was fascinating. Um, soy sauce was originally a byproduct of making miso. So really? they would make this this thick soybean paste miso and, Wait, and how, but how did you make the thick soybean paste? Oh, you mash up some soybeans and let it ferment. Um, Is there and, any salt involved at that? Oh, point? sure, absolutely. Okay, okay. Uh, and, uh, and and you know probably inoculate it with some kind of culture. God, I and love it when you say inoculate. Isn't it? Isn't it great? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and work it into every episode from now on. <laughs> Go on. And this um, so this this brown juice would kind of run off. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, the waste product of making miso. But at some point, of course, because people will put anything in their mouths, someone tasted it and was like, hey, this stuff is actually pretty good. And over time, it became more popular than miso. Not that there's anything wow. wrong with miso. That's so interesting. I Gosh, I would have never guessed. And so is it... <laughs> <laughs> you sound interested. <laughs> so... You know, all these years of doing the show has enabled me to really do wondrous things with my voice, like sound interested when I'm not. Uh huh. Um, anyway, uh, now I'm going to force you to listen to the rest of the history of soy sauce. I'm going to be <laughs> declaiming it for the next 27 minutes. So anyway, um, soy sauce often contains wheat, right? Yes. So I, I I remember thinking this was sort of a curious fact when I when I first met someone who had celiac disease and they couldn't eat soy sauce. How does the wheat come into it? Um, so these days, uh, soy sauce is not made as a byproduct of miso. It's it's made, uh, you know, it's brewed in vats with, uh, you know, s- smushed soybeans and wheat and salt um, and uh, 
some sort of culture. And the, uh, you know, the wheat, it's, it's really, it's just for flavor. Um, ah. You know, it, there are definitely soy sauces made with pure soybeans that, that have um, a more, more intense flavor and are usually saltier and are often called tamari. Oh, so that's how tamari, I know tamari doesn't have wheat, but it's usually like saltier and more flavorful. Yes. Although it, it, it really depends. Um, there are, there are some tamaris I've had that taste very, very similar to soy sauce made with wheat. There are also soy sauces made with a ton of wheat and very little soy that are that are lighter in color and, and lighter in flavor and are uh, more often used for, like, dipping so- sauces. Those are less common. Wow. Gosh. Wow, Matthew. Wow. One time, a, uh, a well-known food writer... Uh, wrote about me in a magazine and said that my my cupboard my refrigerator looked like the inside of an asian grocery do you remember huh, this I, I think i do i think i do yeah that we'll that, probably link to that yep that was me um and uh, so i rummaged through uh, my cupboard and came up with like five different soy sauces and uh, th- there are more soy sauces than we have time to taste today just like lounging around in my in my kitchen great Awesome. Uh, so where should we start? Let's, I feel Let's like... Let's start with the, the one you brought, which is the, <clears throat> the most basic Kikoman, Kikoman. I never know what to say. Um, a Kikoman, you know, it is so authentic. It has the uh, good housekeeping promise. Mm-hmm. That makes it authentically Asian, I think. And it's made in Wisconsin. Well, they, they have a big plant in Wisconsin. I think they have one in California also. Oh my God, you're so also. serious. Br- you're so serious. Wow. I'm so serious. <laughs> you're so right. It's brewed by Kikoman Foods Incorporated of Walworth, Wisconsin. There you go. Gosh, this is authentic. I feel like I want to I tour the Kikoman factory in Wisconsin. I wonder if that's something you can do. Oh, God, I'm making a big mess. Okay, dribble, dribble, dribble. Here we go. Kiko right. Man. Um, have you seen the crazy <clears throat> video? It's not an official, I, I think maybe we've mentioned it before, um, uh, not an official Kiko mm. Man video. This but is it, the flavor of my youth. Okay. Mm. I mean, I know there are lots of flavors of my youth, but this is the soy sauce flavor of my youth. Doesn't mm. that just taste like Hunan? Yeah, it does. And I haven't been there, but I know what it tastes like. <laughs> So there's this video that someone made that's like a ridiculous Kikoman commercial um, where like a guy with a, with a soy sauce dispenser for a head like sleeps with a lady and murders a cat and stuff. Does this sound familiar? Absolutely not. Okay, we're going to definitely post that video. <laughs> okay, um, I, I think that is delicious. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, okay, let's taste something And I, I often, something I like about soy sauce is like the basic Kikoman that you get at any supermarket probably in the world is pretty darn good. You know, it's like, for me, it's like an eight out of ten. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, that's really good. Okay, okay, let's go on. Should we taste something terrible next? Yeah, let's okay. do. Let's do. Or no, wait, should we save that for later? Let's, okay. Let's, let's work our way through the good stuff. Okay, so. I feel like, so Matthew, you've got a whole lot of fancy soy sauce here, and you're only allowed to do that if you're a total snob or you're Asian. Uh, which, which one are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What makes, what makes it fancy? I'm ducking that question. Oh, well, I once, so I once was given a bottle of soy sauce and was told that it was like this rare Japanese brand. And I felt so pleased with myself that I had it. Yet I really couldn't taste any difference. Yeah, I've bought, I bought the, like the, the super high end, like $20 bottle of soy sauce. And I, I'm not cultured enough to tell the difference either. Mmm. 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 Oh, that really is better. Mm, It is better. So what we're tasting Ooh, now, you want, of, <laughs> you want to read the label for us? I would love to. <laughs> Matthew, go take it away. Uh, this is uh, Yamasa brand uh, Marudaizu, uh, which means whole soybean. So the idea is it's made with whole soybeans rather than uh, smushed soybean extract. Mm. It's, you know, the truth is, if I were tasting blind personally, 
I couldn't really tell the difference between that and Kikoman, but somehow it's more nuanced. It's definitely less salty is the main thing. So, and that lets some of the more of the nuance come through. Yeah. Um, and this stuff, uh, you can you can order it online. Gosh, that's wonderful. I'll, I'll post a link. They sell it at a lot of Asian Asian groceries. You, it's really you, good. Will you buy some of that for me the next time you're at Wajmaya? Oh sure. Okay, great. <laughs> Thanks. I'll pay you back. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> this episode of Spilled Milk is brought to you by Next Issue. Next Issue is like it's like the Netflix for magazines, only better. So I'm familiar with binge watching. Does this mean I can binge read magazines? I can just lie on the couch all day reading magazines, like basically for free? Absolutely. Absolutely. So they've got 150 different magazines available there. The latest issues, you can read past issues, and you can get this as much as you want for the price of really only two magazines on the newsstand. So kind of incredible. But is it all like weird magazines I've never heard of, like like Kentucky Woodsman <laughs> magazine, which actually I wish existed because it sounds great. <laughs> no, they've got Bon Appetit. Heard of it. They've got Sever. Love it. They've got your very favorite Cosmopolitan. Absolutely true. They've got, um, gosh, what else? Do, oh, Martha Stewart Living. They've got Consumer Reports. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, man. Favorite of dads around the world. That is true. I've, um, got, I've got the dad bod. Now I'm going to get the Consumer Reports subscription Brandon was just it. talking about dad Everyone's bods Everyone's talking about dad bods. Great. Okay. Uh, I what guarantee there's something in Cosmo about dad bod. Uh, they've yeah. got Sever. I read a great article about driving through California looking for the best tacos. I learned a lot about stuff that's going to really improve my 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 married life in, in Cosmopolitan. <laughs> great. Finally uh-huh. got there. Uh-huh. Um, I learned about Cosmopolitan that if you browse through the covers of a bunch of issues, it has the word sex on the cover in exactly the same place every month. Really? In the upper left. Yes, this is absolutely true. Um, what else did we learn? Oh, you know, I read a bit of the May issue of Martha Stewart Living, and I learned that on uh, Monday, May 18th, Martha Stewart is scheduled to... Um, to train her new clematis growth to the <laughs> copper supports of her pergola. I and then she, she's then she's going to do weight training. Oh, I, I was going to say, I think she should maybe get that clematis growth looked at. <laughs> uh, by the time you hear this, that, that date will have passed. And so if you want to find out what Martha is doing next Monday, you are going to have to go to nextissue.com slash milk, where you are going to sign up for a free trial that is a $15 value uh, for free and binge read all of your favorite magazines. You are going to be a, a drooling... Cosmo-fueled mess. Uh, You know what I like best about it? So you can share your account with up to five people. So actually, Matthew and I have been sharing an account. Oh, yeah. And I know what articles he's been reading in Cosmo. Because here's the thing. Like, when I browse Cosmo at the newsstand, I feel a little weird about it. But in the the comfort of my own home, nobody's going to know except, it turns out, Molly. (laughs) You just just can enjoy a buffet of magazines. That's exactly it. In the privacy of your own home. Okay, so so go to nextissue.com slash milk for your free trial. It's a great deal, but it's only available at nextissue.com slash milk. Sign up today. Oh, let's keep tasting more because now that we're tasting these, I just want to like get a bowl of rice and just dump it on there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to get I a just... bowl of rice and just dump it on the floor? <laughs> because you, you've dumped a lot of stuff on my carpet. <laughs> Oh, this is a different color, Matthew. Over the 175 episodes that we've recorded. Oh, let's talk about this one. This is a different color. This is Thai soy sauce. It's often called dragonfly sauce, and it's uh, it's Thai thin soy sauce. Oh, it's very salty, 
I can't say I'm getting a lot of other flavor from it. Yeah, so I bet you this is a more wheat, less soy type of sauce. It's um, it's really common for use in Thai cooking. Uh, so I mean, it's delicious, but it 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 doesn't have the kind of like um, sweet, whiny, full flavor. Right. It's a the thing. I mean, a thing about soy sauce is like if you're dipping something just in soy sauce, then like the quality of the soy sauce matters. If you're using it in cooking, it matters a lot less. I mean, I think this is well suited for Thai cooking because it is nice and salty and kind of neutral in flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, it's not going to compete if you're if you're making a dish with soy sauce and fish sauce. Like this soy sauce is not going to compete with the fish sauce so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. that's a good point because there are there are occasions when we've made fried rice, for instance, and special occasions, special occasions when we've made fried rice and put in some soy sauce, and suddenly the flavor of the soy sauce is overpowering the fish sauce or whatever else, the lime. That sounds like a, a terrible occasion. God, it's terrible. <laughs> Um, okay, so we got uh, a couple more. So that was yes, that was Thai dragonfly sauce. It's uh, the most the, the dragonfly brand is Kwong Hung Sang sauce, um, and uh, we'll post a link to that also. Cool. Okay, uh, we got two more sauce, two more soy sauces, but only one more little dish. This is this is a real oh, dilemma. No. So the next one we're gonna taste. So there. Oh my gosh, this is so black and sticky. This is like the black ooze from X Men. From not X Men, the X Files. There was. Uh, Do you I remember actually, the black ooze? I actually never saw that. Well, I think you I saw didn't? one episode. I know. Oh my gosh! I had. Such... I, I, I did, of course, watch X Files Babies on Saturday morning. <laughs> little little Scully and the other guy, or I'm not sure which one was oh, Scully. No, Mulder. Mulder and Mulder, Scully. Okay, Mulder, baby Mulder and Scully. Um, I had such a crush on David Duchovny and kind of. Gillian An- or Gillian Anderson. Oh, Gillian sure. Anderson. I don't. I don't <sighs> Gillian Anderson. I think Gillian. Yeah, they were both. If we're are, wrong. Are both beautiful 17 people. people? Oh, definitely. Oh my gosh, did, spectacularly beautiful. I have a question. People. Will they or won't they? <laughs> I assume they did, right? <laughs> well, anyway, Eventually? There, there was an episode where the, there was this stuff called the black oil. I think. Okay. I don't think it was the black ooze. <laughs> I think it was the black oil, and <laughs> it was like say- it was like seeping out of people and stuff. Gross. Yeah. When you yeah, when you say the black ooze, it, it makes me think of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. What? It was a movie. Oh, it was cool. the sequel. It was the sequel to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, awesome. Okay. I think it was called The Black Oil. I'm sure that we can get a bunch of listeners writing in to tell us. To tell us to yeah. uh, uh, recap some X Files babies some kind episodes of, for some us. Kind of X Files fan I am. I can't even remember. <sighs> yeah. Stuff. I can't even remember whether they did or they didn't, honestly. Oh, they must have. Come on. Maybe it was so hot that it just like burned up the screen and burned up my eyeballs, and I don't even. Yeah, maybe the film melted and they couldn't show it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Let's taste this. What is this? Oh, okay. So this is um, Pearl River Bridge mushroom flavored superior dark soy sauce. So dark. Whoa, Matthew. This is totally different. It has molasses in it. It is so molassesy. Right. So it's it's uh, you know it has it has sugar in it, which none of the other ones do. And the uh, this is used differently, so it's it's to give things a dark color and a sweet flavor. So it's like great in a chicken stir fry, I would say. It, it's great in fried rice because it it colors the rice like that that brownish fried rice color that people expect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's really easy to overdo this stuff. I imagine it's very sweet. Um, I I dipped my chopsticks once, and I don't feel like I want to do it again. Yeah, this is this is one that's not not good to eat straight, but is really good in cooking. Great. Um, let's let's wrap up our tasting with the the abomination. Okay. Before we taste this abomination, um, should we should we talk about like 
uh, I mean, we talked about Thai soy sauce. We've talked about, uh, uh, we, we've tasted some Japanese and Chinese soy sauce, but haven't really talked about the differences between Japanese and Chinese soy sauce. They're not that different. <laughs> Great. Can we, can we leave Great. it at that? Okay. I don't know. Is I, this the part where I say moving right along? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Let's taste this last one. This is Kroger brand. Now, this is fake soy sauce. Is this like water with caramel coloring? It is. Here are the ingredients. Water, hydrolyzed soy protein, salt, dextrose, caramel color. So basically, hydrolyzed soy protein is basically MSG. So it's it's basically water, salt, MSG, and and I guess natural color. Ooh. Ooh, it has a really funny aftertaste. Ugh. Oh, God, that's terrible. It's It tastes sort of like instant coffee with a lot of salt in it. It has a really, um, like, burnt flavor. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get if you get soy sauce packets like at a Chinese restaurant and they don't say Kikoman on them, then it's probably this stuff, which Oof. is the worst. Wow, that's Wait. really yucky. Can we get some rice now so yeah, I can put definitely. that? Can you tell me again how to pronounce this delicious one? Oh yeah, that's uh, Yamasa brand Maru Daizu. Y- Yamasa brand Maru Daizu. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Maru is circle or like whole round thing, and Daizu is soybean. Daizu. How many um, how many messages, emails do you think we're going to get about whether whether they did or they didn't on the X file? So many. Yes. So many. Okay, so here we have some white rice. What kind of rice is this, Matthew? Oh, it's uh, you know uh, koshi hikari. <laughs> oh my god, Matthew! <laughs> so what is it again? It's Japanese-ish rice. It's okay. Japanese-style rice grown in California. Mmm. Mm. So if you were going to keep only one soy sauce around, what would it be? It would absolutely be the Yamasa Madadaisa. So so a Japanese, like, it's in, in Japanese, it's called, like, thick soy sauce, but it's not really, it's not thick in the sense that, like, the, uh, the dark soy sauce is thick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... Basic, high-quality Japanese soy sauce. I use it in Chinese food all the time. Wait, we haven't talked about dark soy sauce. Um, oh, so this, this uh, the molasses one, that was a dark soy sauce. Oh, okay. There's also, there's, there's also like double-thick soy sauce that usually comes in a jar that has very little flavor and is really just like to color fried rice or other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't keep that on hand because I don't really care what color my fried rice is. Mm-hmm. Mm, this is so delicious, Matthew. The more I eat of this, the more I'm starting to think this is a perfect food. It's uh, it's a perfect food if you put a fried egg on it mm. and optionally a little bit of chili oil. This is so wonderful. Or as some people call it, a flat egg. Um, yes, June. June the other day, Matthew was having dinner with us and June requested a flat egg. Oh, wait, she hadn't said that before? No, that was the first time she <laughs> oh, ever wow, said it. Oh, wow, that's great. Didn't you like how I pretended I knew exactly what it was? I, I, you completely fooled me because mm-hmm. I thought this was an interaction that had happened many times before. No, no. She just came up with it flat egg. She also asked that Matthew <laughs> stay and sleep with us. Oh, yes. She, she wanted, she wanted you to, to uh, get me, to get her a new toothbrush so she could pass it on to me. So, because that was the obstacle to me spending the night was I didn't bring a toothbrush. But it wasn't spending the night. Right, no, it was, it was sleep with us. Sleep yes. with us. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. It was a real will they or won't they moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, these pink chopsticks were a good decision. Mm. Matthew, I'm going to have to have more of that. Go for it. Yeah, okay. no, it's impossible not to look like a stylish lady when using the pink chopsticks. <laughs> Are we done yet? 
We didn't really talk about like what else to do with soy sauce, but you know, I think people know. I think people know what to do with soy sauce. I guess what I've realized is that Kikoman is better than I thought it was. Oh, sure. And that soy sauce that is truly delicious is worth getting, even though the Kikoman is better than I thought it was. Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, um, the the fancy stuff that we tasted, the the Madudaiza, you know, it costs like a dollar more than the Kikoman for the large bottle. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's, if you have access to it, there's no reason not to get it. I guess the last thing I would say is I will post uh, at SpilledMilkPodcast.com a link to kind of my basic chicken stir fry recipe, which has plenty of soy sauce in it um, and is like certainly the way I use soy sauce the most often. I would love to have your basic chicken stir fry recipe. You can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com where we'll post all those things I said we would post. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. You can find me right here eating rice with soy sauce. You can find Molly in my dining room at all times eating rice with soy sauce (laughs) 24 hours a day. It's like I have her on DVR. And um, mm, you can and, leave, and you can also leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> She's yeah, Molly's busy like eating rice and leaving reviews on iTunes for all her favorite podcasts. Um, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, tune in next week for Spilled Milk Babies. <laughs> I'm Matthew Hipster Burton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. Rice, rice in my trachea. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.